This week on the Bamcast, Donna Hamilton does her best. George Hamilton? Uh, one star, we're in. All right, welcome to the hey, Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 170. My oh my. Indeed. That's a lot of numbers. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half, and then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away, they get one to five bags, and a negative sliding scale as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh no. <laughs> oh. So, Man, that sucks. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's time to dip back into the Andy Sedaris well. Dip back into the Sedaris bag. Yeah. Put our pen in the company ink. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> As in the Molokai <laughs> yeah. trading company yeah. ink? I don't know. But it, next one in the series, 1990s Guns. Guns. <laughs> Guns. Not to be confused with gun. No. Right. Another episode we did. Right. So It's the sequel to that. It, it totally is. <laughs> So there were uh, just more guns. There was only one gun and yeah. gun. And the, the sequel needed guns more had guns. A whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Just put more guns in it. So plot summary, then we can talk more about guns. Mm-hmm. A South American gunrunner uses an island in Hawaii as his base of operations. A squad of beautiful government agents is sent to put him out of business. That is slightly correct. As always. <laughs> as per every sure. every summary we've read. Yeah, mm-hmm. They are locked, cocked, and ready to rock. Sure. According to the DVD <laughs> the yeah. cover. D- D- Sweet. So, mm-hmm. uh, first up, Eric Estrada is in this one. Yes. Yep. Finally making his first Sedaris appearance. Poncherelli. Yes, finally. Thank Eric you. Eric Estrada playing a character named Jack of Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Or Jack de Diamantes. Degas. Or Degas. Degas. The Degas. S is silent. The S is silent. El S. How do you say uh, the S? You say it the S. How do you say the S? S. Oh, Donna returns. Hooray! Donna, she's looking good. Oh, leather. Oh, she's looking good. She's so young. So we, you calculate this. She was thirty-three when this came out. Somebody is lying the shit out of their IMDb. Thirty-three years old in this movie. To be fair, like no, we gave her a lot of shit. She sounded a hundred years older than she looked. Well, yeah, I have a feeling she was smoking, I don't know, 20 cigarettes a, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was trying to light one up at one point, yeah. but her mom said no. No, mm-hmm. her mom, who was her same age. You asked your mom, please, but she still said no. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, her mom's in it, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No, sure. someone plays her mom in it. No. no. Well, well, we're talking about people that haven't been in Andy Sedaris movies before. Mm-hmm. There's also Danny Trejo. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Playing right. Tong. Tong. <laughs> he looks like Danny a Tong. Trejo. Machete don't speak. <laughs> Barely. But yeah. <laughs> Phyllis Davis, by the way, was 50 when this movie came out. So she was, in That's fact, the mom? Yeah. She was, in fact, older than... Uh, Donna she was a prettier I, 50 than Donna's yeah. 33. And I yes. still say IMDb is user editable, so, you know. I'm 29, sure. I swear. I'm 29, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I don't know. She's going to find us yeah, and Taren, hunt us down and like, smoke us down. Donna, for the Actress record, I think you're hot. Just for the record. Mm-hmm. So, 
kill them. You can, just you can run like 20 feet. She won't be able to chase you. <laughs> yeah. The lung yeah. capacity She'll be lugging gone. her oxygen tank behind <laughs> You. Yeah, but uh, Sorry, from <laughs> Taryn, no longer in the picture. Nope. No explanation. Just not there. Replaced she retired. Roberta Vasquez playing Nicole Justin. Okay. Who, Two first names. Yeah. Not to be trusted. But uh, she was a character in the last one. She was Pantera. Or, or no, it was uh, Picasso Trigger, I believe. Yeah. She was Pantera. She was sure. the evil seductress so, Pantera. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, Edie, once again, in the movie, because Edie's in like every freaking one of these movies. Cynthia she, Brimhall. She's the glue. Doing like... 25 song and dance numbers. She had an album. At, at this Rio <laughs> casino. Yeah. Well, that she all did, sound exactly the same. She did three, and they were all the exact same yeah. uh, song. Mm-hmm. The yeah. only one of two songs in the movie. Both mm-hmm. sang by her, sung yeah. by her, singed by her. Yeah. We will say William Boomiller. Bumiller. Boomiller. Bumiller. He was in Death Spa. Yeah. Yeah, so Bamfcast alum. Yeah. <laughs> How anyone from Death Spa had another movie on their resume is beyond me. But this guy to make it a Sedaris movie. That dude has Good a lot job, of... Good job, dude. Yeah, he's got a lot of credits. He I was like on 24. You. Yeah. Man. And our Abilene returns from the last one. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he still can't shoot. Nope. Nope. Is that the same guy or is it It's the one from the last... Uh, from Savage he Beach. He was in Savage Beach, yeah. And he, oh, he's okay. in like the next three or four. Yeah. And also that dude, uh, Bruce from Savage Beach. The one who we were never sure whose side he was on, but I guess the good guys because he's in this one. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Bruce. But yeah, suddenly they're all part of the same organization. Mm-hmm. Which they kind of weren't before, but hey, whatever. Not that that matters. Close enough. They've so. joined forces against evil. Yeah. But <laughs> which in the form of Eric Estrada. Yeah. Yeah. Evil. So yeah, Eric Estrada is the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And then he comes out and he says he wants a hit put on. Uh, what's her name? He doesn't say her name, but it's uh, Nicole's character. Yeah, Nicole. And uh, Nicole. he's talking to, I don't, even before he talks to the uh, hitman, don't we get like just traveling scene after traveling scene? For the first 30 minutes, it's traveling, yes. Mostly. Well, yeah, the opener is her singing in, in uh, is Edie singing at the Rio Casino. Yeah. Right. And then them leaving the Rio Casino and taking a limo and playing the hit and then taking a a plane, yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles, and, and yeah. boats, and walking, and, and vans. Let's transport the movie for mm-hmm. the first 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Among, among all of this, tra- shots of transports coming and going, Yeah, uh, Eric Estrada hires these two hitmen who... Dumb and dumber. They talk a lot about being very technical hitmen. They tell this really dumb story about killing someone with some sort of transmitter hidden mm-hmm. inside of an olive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's, he's gadgets. He's compl- gadgets, gadgets, yeah. gadgets. Eric Estrada is just completely nonplussed. He's just like, just no. take a fucking gun and shoot her in the head. Mm-hmm. It's, well, he says he prefers a more cerebral method. Yeah. A yeah. shot to the head. But yeah, and they just keep telling these stories, and he's just sitting there like, these guys. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, again, travel. They're they're in the limo with him in Las Vegas, so they have to get on a plane. They all get on a plane. Danny Trejo, Eric Estrada, and these two hitmen. Mm-hmm. They oh, all, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> they all walk into an airport, get on a right. plane, <laughs> fly off together, land in Honolulu, and then Eric Estrada and Danny Trejo take a private plane while they take a little tiny toy helicopter thing. It's yes. bizarre looking. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't even really like, small. We were waiting for that damn thing to blow up at some point. The only reason I didn't think it would is the the tattoo thing 
Because like that was like a running thing where the one guy had a tattoo on his mm-hmm. hand, and she kept you know like uh, hair psychic girl. Yes, <laughs> Nicole kept seeing yeah. it and was like, "Oh, tattoo oh, that, that means that something. means something." Whatever she didn't yeah. know what it meant, but no, no. she didn't know what it meant. But yeah, so they go to um, it's no longer Edie's restaurant; it's now owned by Rocky. Yeah, was she in it's the Rocky's? Thing? Not sure. It's Rocky's restaurant. I think it was yeah. Edie's before. Doesn't matter. It was. Yeah, continuity. Yeah. Right. They make a stop because why? Why do anything related to your job? They they go into town and Nicole buys a dress, a green dress, and and gets a gets a well, lay. Well, yeah, because she's meeting her man she's, for a yeah. date after yeah. they drop after, off their cargo. Yeah, it's right. all just a reason to like have her go into this dress store. She buys a dress. the The clerk tells her it's one of a kind, mm-hmm. so she goes and puts the dress on, keeps our triple T ratio down because she goes off privately and changes her clothes. And comes back out. Yeah. And then gives her a yellow lay. And, and Eric Estrada sees all this. Or Danny Trejo does, I think. And no, Eric Estrada saw it. Yeah. yeah. And he's basically like, okay, the girl you're looking for is brunette, uh, green dress, wearing a yellow lay. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, just as she's paying for the dress, and, and he's telling the two hitman this, this other girl comes out wearing the same dress, brunette. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's her wedding. And so she gives her the lay. And of course, the hitmen see her and are like, anniversary. That's, that's the, that's the. That's the target right there. So mistaken identity. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. 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 All, all that convoluted setup. Just basically kill the wrong girl. And they leave the uh, the Jack of Diamonds calling card that right. says for Donna. for Donna. With everyone's fingerprints on it. Right. But not it just. Not only do they matter. just go do the hit. These two guys go into the ladies room. It's and the proceed, perfect crime. Proceed to start dressing up in ladies clothes. But when in they giant moo's. Yeah, but when they come and out terrible wigs. Yeah, when they come out they look like John Travolta in hairspray. Yeah. Like they, they don't look convincing as a as a woman at all. They look like two dudes. Well, the, the funny thing is that they didn't look like that big of dudes, but when they come out wearing the they things, look they, they look like huge guys. Yeah, they look like linebackers. Yeah. Yeah, it's bosom buddies is basically what keeps happening is Right. They keep putting these outfits on and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, those are clearly women. No, they're not. No. <laughs> yeah. oh, anyone is like, there's two ladies over there. Mm-mm. No. But they, they march right into the middle of Rocky's restaurant, shoot the girl right in the head, then proceed to shoot her, her husband, fiance, whatever. Some dude. And then shoot Rocky and shoot like one or two more people as they make her escape, leave the diamond and, and leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and they the, just like walk out, walk to the bathroom to have time to get changed. Yeah. yeah. And that's well, when Nicole sees Caesar. this. They come out of the bathroom and she somehow CSI enhances in yeah. on the <laughs> tattoo on the dude's wrist. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm getting a feeling in my hair. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so they're like, all of a sudden, just like, come on, let's go. And they run in and see the carnage and run out and jump in their their plane mm-hmm. and take off and just radio, I guess, Shane. And they're just like, we're in the thick of this. We're right in the middle of this. Rocky's yeah. been murdered and other people. We have to stop yeah, them. And was Rocky's death supposed to be like something that affected us because she happened to be in some of the other movies. Yeah, she was in the last... It's, it's the farewell to be- Rocky. Yeah. She had big Because she's very big unceremoniously cans. killed off. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but they look at her dead corpse for a minute and they're like, oh, Rocky. Oh, Rocky. Well, she's, you know, she's, she's I would, buddies. Yeah. I would yeah. display emotion if it weren't for my plastic surgery. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I love that they're back in their, their cargo outfits. Yeah. And yeah. just whenever they run their keys or whatever is on their belts is just jangling like crazy well and also they're wearing the giant cowboy boots so it's like clop clop yeah. clop 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 ching 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 <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so whatever apparently they're still in the secret organization slash witness protection program slash running cargo to and from molokai in the meantime it's i don't know weird life 
But yeah, hey, so man, it's a good life. Sure, live out in Hawaii. Yeah, but hair, hair psychic puts together like, oh, those guys coming out of the women's room with the tattoo. Those were the guys that killed Rocky. Because well, they hear like one person screaming off in the distance because yeah. they're all but about to leave. And yeah, like, there, there's like one person in the background just like no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what? <laughs> like even the, like the valets and stuff up front were just like didn't hear. Yeah, what they're was just going like on. Well, what's going on? I, I mean, they, granted they were using silenced pistols, but still, I mean, people would be screaming their damn. Everyone heads was off. screaming. Yeah, yeah, so, but but yeah, they walk over. That's what they discover the dead bodies in there. She's like. Psychic care sense. It was the guy, the tattoo coming out of the ladies' room. Right. Two guys in women's clothes <laughs> killed Rocky and this random lady. Get them. Yeah. So yeah, they, and they figure out to follow them and like where they're going. Well, and they jump everything. in the jeep and they're like, "Hey, valet, which way did those two guys go? They went the wrong way because mm-hmm. apparently Tiny Island. I don't know. Yeah, Tiny Island. Two two ways to go on the road. Welcome to Tiny Island. <laughs> <laughs> and they drive to the airport. Uh huh. And give a little nod to Eric Estrada and Danny Trejo who are just sitting there like, "All right, it's mm-hmm. done." And they hop in their little private jet and mm. cut to stock footage of previously in the series of a plane taking off off mm. a golf course. Right. <laughs> yeah, because the girls jump in their cargo plane right, and right, start right. chasing down the little helicopter. Yeah. And they're on the radio, like, calling everyone they know, like, do you have them on the radio or something? Oh, yeah, they're flying low and fast, blah, 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 blah. Where Which could they be not. going? No, they're not. <laughs> they're high and moving But yeah, they're, they're chasing them down in this helicopter, and they're like, where can they land? There's an airport over here, and I'm like, it's a tiny-ass little helicopter. They yeah. could land... Anywhere. In someone's driveway. Yeah. And like, <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. But yes. But so. no, they have to find a landing spot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, though they catch them, like, they catch up to them in the plane just as, like, they're landing, and the one guy's shooting at the plane, and they're like, we didn't think this through very clearly, because... <laughs> We, no. we found them, but what do we do? Yeah. So they just, they just park over at Shane's. They just land like right in front mm-hmm. of Shane's building. Mm-hmm. And then Shane just, and blonde guy comes out. And they, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. And they're just like, hey, well, let's go inside and talk about what our next step is. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, the calling card is from the Rio Casino in Las Vegas. Let's let's go there. Yeah, they did real detective work to figure out where that was from. Yeah. They flipped the card over. It's yeah. a Las Vegas hotel. <laughs> now we know. Called the Rio. Yeah, how about that? It's a good thing What's-Her-Face is working there. <laughs> yeah. Good old Edie. Edie. Yeah. yeah. And they know her boss or like her and their old handler friend, or yeah. whatever it is. Is that what Lucas was? The know. dude from Death Spa? Yeah. Was he like her handler? He was, yeah. Sure. Slash boyfriend? I'd have been handling her if you know what I'm saying. He seemed kind of like a guy in charge, sort of. Joe, everybody. Because he does kind of like get everyone organized. But he, uh, you know, he, they, basically this is the finally the time to tits because we're about a third into the movie. 27 and a half minutes. Yeah, Edie does another routine. Like goes another around another song. It goes back in the back and then walks out about four times. Well, like, no. First, the two girls they get into another plane and they get in the back and they change, change clothes. No they change, but they're okay. both fucking the modest for some reason. Yes. Like, no, don't look. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, because because they're never in a Sedaris did, movie. They never did show, did they? Not nope. in that scene. No, no. it's Edie. Like, they, yeah. they cut back to another. Her doing another routine. I think it's honestly Sedaris just like fucking with people. Like, I guess I'm gonna see. I'm gonna well, do. What was the last minutes. one? Like thirty seconds. I mean, it was yeah. like it was pretty quick. It was yeah. just like mm-hmm. hey, here's credits and tits. Yeah. Now well, this is like Edie goes back and forth like behind this dressing. That's why I think screen he's, thing. Yeah, fucking and with then, us. Like he's like, well, I think this one looks better while she's just squeezing her enormous breasts together. Mm, yes. Yeah. And like finally, she just walks out with nothing on. It's just like. What do you think now? And it's like, boing, yeah, you know, whatever, like, yeah. goofy sound. And his <laughs> and his friend, <laughs> his sidekick, his Brown, sidekick Brown. The only is that his name Brown? The, Brown. Yes, the only black guy in the movie. Yeah. His, his, his named the, Brown. The well, there, there, there was another one because there was Ice T who was like working the 
the gun running thing, but he was barely in it. Hey, that guy. Uh, he's know, no, no, no. We're John. I know. John. John, John Brown is the role. The great Brown part is speaking role. The character's name is Brown. The actor's name is John Brown. Well, I think <laughs> I, there was a poster behind him. <laughs> the Tony Danza. Yes. During the scene later in the in the gym, there's a poster behind him. It says like John Brown, like Mr. Olympus or something like oh. that. Like the dude well, was like some kind of crazy. The dude was a workout fiend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he had his own outfit. Huge. Anyway, <laughs> I have my own outfits. <laughs> All right, sir. Do you? Not like his, but I mean, you know. <laughs> you have your own, like, American Gladiator workout outfits? <laughs> no, I just have my own outfits. Oh, okay. okay. No. I have outfits. Sure. Yeah, see? Outfits. I have clothes. It's not that unusual. Uh, I'm not a woman. Oh, I got outfits, baby. <laughs> really? <laughs> anyway. You go, go out, you got to do it right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, what's her face? What's her face whips out her breasts and it's like, right. hooray. They are breasts. And then it's like, here's some hot oil wrestling for no reason. Yeah. Because other people here are undercover Oil wrestling. Yeah. Because. Hug Huggins. Hug Huggins. Hug Huggins is one of them. <laughs> and what was it like? Killer cat. 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 Killer. Kill, killer I don't Katie, know. Something. Catherine, I don't know. Yeah. But she didn't join the group. So. No, no, no. No. She was just her opponent. Yeah. But then they show them showering and it's like, hey, more. Yeah. yeah look at this. More tadas. <laughs> John Brown is, uh, was in Picasso Trigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. You know, he's just that guy. Yeah. And it was funny for a while because he's just hanging out with the other dude and sort of like pushing his way into scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here now. Right. L- look at me. I will be on camera. It's like, dude. Well, the first time he appears is like because the guy's like trying to light a cigarette and he just comes like arm out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. That. We thought that dude was alone in his office and all of a sudden Brown shows up like right in a t-shirt. Him. Just so, here light. It's like, who are you? Where'd you go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell the stagehand to get off the set. <laughs> yeah. But so we get like the the burst of tadas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sudden burst. Yeah. It's like you wait half an hour and then all of a sudden here's like bam, 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 bam yeah. in a row. And then uh, at this point is when Eric Estrada, the Jack of Diamonds, has found out that they killed the wrong girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and sort of is mad. I don't know. He just keeps Estrada-ing. Yeah, he's kind of like, he, he, he. basically the only information that's imparted at this point is that he wants to kill Donna himself. Hmm. Those never really made clear why, but I guess killing everyone else is taunting her or something. I don't know. Yeah. But all I know is it leads to him... The guy's going, what? We, what do you mean? We killed the right chick. And he said, no, you don't. And Danny Trejo, they just cut to his face. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you where don't. He's just completely disapproving. It's like we wanted, somebody said they wanted an animated GIF of it because he's just looking into the camera going, yeah, I, I, want, it lo- I, want, it, I want it looped where it just keeps going and then it does the sun on disappoint. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it, the face is. Yeah. There are so many shots it's of Trejo in this where he's the only one in the shot, dead center. And just doing some sort of reaction shot. There's at least five or six moments of Danny Trejo reaction. Because he's approving Danny Trejo yes. later. Yeah. yeah, he likes yeah. certain things and dislikes <laughs> other things. Oh, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, Estrada's just so eager to eliminate Donna for yeah. whatever reason. They eventually explain. But uh, whatever. this leads to them. Everyone has landed in Nevada in the middle of the desert. Yeah, they land in the desert because that's where and, the van is. Yeah, and they get in a van and um, Bruce and... Nicole hop on a bike and take off. And then the van is driving right next to them. And then all of a sudden, this people are in this like little ultralight plane, weird <laughs> experimental thing. Yeah. And just start shooting them down. And, you know, they, they gun down the bike. Well, they don't gun down hurt. the bike. The bike just eventually falls over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just By like... being shot at, I guess. I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. The bike it, was it, they, they scared yeah. the bike yes. enough that... Ah! The bike threw them. We skipped one tiny scene is, is where they introduce this gun that they're using. Because uh, Estrada has this... 
He it's just has an a, assault rifle with a missile launcher on it. From China. From right. China. He just it's, has this thing where he meets his old friend from China, and they talk about they uh, had times yes. and issues. Well, they do the predator things. thing where yeah. they fight each other, and then, ha, 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 right. you son of a bitch. But yeah, it's this weird comical gun with a nice big red Chinese star on the side, and yeah, yeah it's like a toy assault rifle with a sizable missile launcher on it and right. then a he, big nerf missile yeah. so he hands it to his ultralight plane guys and that's what they're shooting at them all with right mm-hmm. but eric estrada takes the opportunity when he has the gun to shoot at a little outhouse outhouse cabana thing and blows that fuck yeah up. and blows it way up with the missile on it and is very happy about it only because now the gun will be used again by the guys in the plane they mm-hmm. shoot the shoot the uh, motorcycle with it and it's just kind of like Pew. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's almost like the diminishing returns of the the guns in Hard Ticket to Hawaii, where like even though it's the same gun, for some reason as it goes along, the explosions get smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's like it becomes sort of a mild inconvenience, like like you know a mosquito bite. It's just sort of like it starts oh, wearing out. Well, I, I yeah, it's like a Far, far Cry Two gun. <laughs> yeah, you got to charge up the rockets, and they're just right. they're not doing it. They didn't pump it enough times. Yeah, mm. but yeah, they shoot the bike, and the bike just sort of goes poof, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, the bike's dead." And uh, apparently, they shot the van too because the van was toast. Also, yeah, but somehow. in the van, they've got a magic trunk, magical <laughs> full of box. guns. Yeah, and they carry this thing everywhere with them. Yeah, they go to great pains it. to carry this one. trunk yeah. everywhere instead of just I don't know carrying guns. Right. Yeah, trunk. But in the trunk, Donna pulls out a giant quad Nerf rocket launcher thing that I think has been used before. I think it was used in the boat chase in one of these movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen it before. It's yeah. not. It just came from the Sedaris box of tricks. It was not a new device. And uh, so she shoots the the ultralight plane, and those dudes do a great reaction shot as the missile is coming at them. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you get you get screen to explosion, yeah. which yeah. is one of my favorite Appreciated. things. Appreciated. So yeah. that was the first moment where we were like, yay, it's a movie. Finally. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I don't know, we're halfway into it by now. Yeah, it's, it's a ways in. <laughs> and then there's more transporting. Yes. <laughs> they all get back in the van well, and start yeah, driving like, around. They have to have a cameo with uh, Andy Sedaris' son pulls up in this race car and drives him into town. I'm the California kid. Yeah. And, the guys ride. Ride. Man. and they ride. Hey, you want to marry me? Ah, uh, she didn't say no. <laughs> 23 skidoo. <laughs> and they ride to the medieval themed Ramada. Inn. Yes. <laughs> the London yes. Bridge. Ro- the London theatrical nights London of the round. Special Ramada. consideration provided by right. the Ramada London Bridge, Bridge Ramada Inn. Yeah. This movie is very And they went through friendly. great pains to tell us that this London Bridge was transplanted brick by brick from <sighs> actual London to Nevada or Arizona. Yeah, or- there came a point where I didn't know where the movie was taking place anymore because they kept, someone was talking to us about this bridge, yeah. and was, I was like... It was Donna, wasn't it? No, it was, it, a, it, it was one of the dudes. No, it was right. Lucas, yeah. the was Lucas. main dude. Okay. The I knew it was dude. somebody. He's just going to be death spa dude to me. But yeah, suddenly became the Chamber of Commerce about the London Bridge and how proud they were of having that bridge, even though the real story of that is, is they thought they were buying the Tower Bridge, which is the fancy bridge that actually looks cool. And they got the shitty old falling down London Bridge. So, yeah. Good job. Well, thanks for the history. I'm glad lesson. you paid attention through that. No, he, I, he didn't say any of that. I'm saying the oh, real story is this. Yeah. 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 They were like, yeah, we'll Sweet. buy the London Bridge. And England's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sucks to be them. Yeah, well. Yeah, but it yeah. does. But this is their little conference where they're like, all right, here's what's happening, and we need to take this guy out. And it kind of lays out a plan that none of them really follow because mm-hmm. their their actions are more reacting to whatever the hell he's doing rather than being proactive at all throughout the rest of the movie. Though they do send one of the dudes who's like a magician. 
Yeah, I guess he's like he's, he's, he's the part of Evie's stage yeah. act. Yeah, she's like he's like a relief when she goes on break, I guess, and he comes out. Abe the Amazing does something, but mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah he, he goes to interview two of two convicts for whatever reason, and he gets um he goes into the the uh, prison, you know, the holding cell mm-hmm. where they've got these two guys, and then he just starts doing magic tricks in front of them. And then it tells them the story of how they blew up a couple agents, which happened in one of the previous movies we saw. I don't even remember which. Probably Picasso Trigger. I think it was Savage Beach. Was it? Either way. it's Because Picasso Trigger was in, like, Europe for the most part. I don't know. But he just just tells the story of the flashback of this other movie and says, I was that guy's brother. And they literally show footage from that other movie. Like, they basically play out the entire scene. Yeah, so so it's a three-minute chunk of another movie. Yeah, we're like... Boy, you guys were really running short on the runtime, weren't yeah. you? I Except mean, it's not. It's over 90 minutes. We're, I know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. But either way, he tells the story and says, you were the guy driving, or, you know, you were the guy flying that plane. Mm-hmm. And the dude's like, oh? Yeah. And then he puts a knife and a gun on the table. And it says, you know what <laughs> You know what the difference between a magician and a cop is? A terrorist. Terrorist. A, oh, sorry. Yeah. A terrorist and a magician is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they both, and they both grab, grab the, the weapons, weapons yeah. and he Pulls blasts them in the chest with a shotgun. Magic shotgun. Hooray. And then he finishes the joke, which is basically you can negotiate with a terrorist. And one the first guy who got shot, who's just sort of like standing there waiting for the punchline before he reacted, then reacts like then dies. Oh. And then, you know, it's like, oh, you got me. But he had to wait <laughs> for him to do the punchline. It's just He was actually killed by the bad joke. Yeah. yeah. That was Not probably more damning than, yeah. than the bullets. Yeah, and then he just walks out into the cops. The cops are like, oh my God, we heard shots. What happened? He's like, you really need to search those guys before you put them into, before you send me in to talk to them. I'm barely, I'm glad I escaped with my life because I'm a special agent. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah. I, I love how everybody gets out of free. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Uh, we meet Donna's mom at this point too. Yeah, because yeah. they but they don't tell you it's her mom. They're like, <laughs> no, they, you have to have a special meeting with the attorney general. And we're all like, <laughs> in what Carson the fuck City. is she meeting with the attorney general in Carson City for? And Who knows? Yeah, and then eventually we find out that you know her mom doesn't want her anywhere near this case. And mm-hmm. there's a history like, yeah. yeah, I think I think Eric Estrada's character is supposed to have killed her dad or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. But then got off on some technicality or something. I don't know. But then they, sure. but they neither of them knows who he is either. So it well, yeah, make yeah, because he has like another super long name that every. It's funny, like about half the people that say his name other than him. It's just it comes across as like the have a some blah blah blah. You know, like, mm-hmm. just like like we're doing with your shirts. Like, why why the man a shirt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, they uh, they the way they end the scene is Shane's like God, that lady's a bitch. And Donna's like, yeah, I know. She's my mom. That bitch is my dun, mom. Dun, yeah. dun. And he makes always like, boing. <laughs> it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wah, says wah, that. Wah. Doesn't he say that, that mother, mother is, is a, a bitch? bitch? And she's yeah, like, that, that bitch, bitch is my mother. mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would be a better exchange of dialogue had actual actors been saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Had you been able to hear it. Yeah. They're just like, I bet my memory. Meanwhile, <laughs> all, all of this has come down that, You're like, my you know, one guy. a random person <laughs> has been killed. Their friend Rocky's been killed. Yeah. They, they somehow, through magic hair deduction, figure out that it was Nicole that was the target, and she's yep. lucky to be alive. Yes. And that, meanwhile, <laughs> Nicole and, and was it, is it Lucas or Cash? Who's the Bruce. guy? Bruce. Bruce. Why do I keep saying the wrong guy? Bruce. Bruce. Oi. Bruce and Nicole just. 
go fuck off and don't do anything like a lot of things in these movies they, they don't literally do go and fuck off they just ride out into the desert and she takes off all her clothes except for her leather bra yeah, and Hell just yeah. like starts sunning herself, and he like on the mounts, back of a motorcycle, and he just mounts her. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> happens all the time. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and they have they have sex on a motorcycle. No, 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 I no, guess. no. They no. he touches her boobies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the implication was they were going to have sex on a parked motorcycle. Hey, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Bruce is pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bruce. <laughs> Well, okay. So yeah, I mean, he is wearing a leather vest with nothing underneath. Yeah, yeah. I know, which is okay in and this super world. Super tight jeans. Oh, it's fine. More yeah. power to him. I mean, yeah. he got to touch your boobies. I didn't. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, <laughs> and then have sex with a rib cage. So you know, <laughs> right, right. Way to go, Bruce. It's <laughs> good. Day, Bruce. You'll figure it out one day. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. Yeah, yeah, but those those two characters pretty much do nothing the entire movie. I don't know if that was her directive to like you're you, they think she's in danger for some reason, but she always meets back up with them yeah, I know, and it's I like know. guns up with them and then just fucks off with Bruce somewhere. And yeah, it's just yeah. like, we're going to hang out on this boat because yeah. eventually they she's all go hang out on the boat. The mm-hmm. aces aces number one or whatever the fuck is number one. Yeah. Whatever the name of the dumbass boat was where they all just like chill out. It's like. These, they're on a fucking mission. It's, it's a party boat. You can't just... <laughs> I mean, you can't just mission like, on a party boat. You've got a party. Fat Magician's wife is just doing nothing but sending him beer via a remote control boat and yeah, hanging well, she's out doing using work. the computer. She's doing work on the computer. <laughs> right. But you're, you're skipping ahead a couple more random scenes that are in this movie. Oh, so by all means, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, all right, I believe, isn't it... Um, oh, God, what is the wrestler's name? Hug Huggins. Hug Huggins. Hug Huggins. Isn't it Hug Huggins that Hug goes... Yeah, to she, make the they, they get some kind of tip that the two assassin guys who actually, are at this bar actually oh. are transvestites. That yeah. wasn't just like a thing. No, that was an act, that was not a cover. That was like no. let's do our thing. Yeah, yeah. apparently that's just their thing. Yeah, it's because like, they're hanging out at the bar, and she meets up with a transvestite named Large Marge. Yes, mm-hmm. and then some other random chick that it's I the think, one chick who she keeps the, showing up. I know, but she meets up with, I, I want to say it was like the other wrestler. Maybe. Maybe. Who it, knows? Like, we didn't even know, but she's just like. Well, they're all like leather daddied up. They're wearing like yeah. weird studded things. And we're like, what the hell are you wearing? Because she's wearing a Kadeem Hardison's wrap, <laughs> wrapping hat. Yeah. And like a Civil <laughs> yes, War yes. leather, black Civil War leather cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go in and they see the two uh, guy, the hit, the hitman guys all, all trannied up now in this bar, which is mm-hmm. the transvestite bar. Mm-hmm. And like. It's just weird. Like they they do this weird thing where they start a fight because like she doesn't want to sleep with Large Marge character and like they bump. No, no, it, they that, was, no that, that was that was all an act, an act so that to get to. I, the, I know. She's... I'm saying they they quote unquote start a fight <laughs> okay. for right. no reason. Sure. With this Large Marge character and then like bump into the two hitman, sort of knocking them over, and then they go, "You're under arrest." Mm-hmm. And amongst the chaos, they just stand up they and just run, run away. outside, get in the van and leave. Leave. Yeah. It's it's terrible so it's it is terrible completely pointless in other words it's yeah the best part is when they get outside and they're like good effort it's like no that was the <laughs> no. worst attempted arrest ever that was the worst plan that was the worst yeah, execution i've like, ever seen yeah. she's just like oh well yeah, yeah. Their, their plan was to arrest them while they all fall down on the ground it's <laughs> right. just like we will hey, all fall down and then we'll yeah, slap the yeah. cuffs on them no you could have just walked up behind them yeah like, there are while better arrest the methods than a pig pile i'm sorry well number one obviously yeah, you can walk up behind them and cuff them while they're sitting at the bar yeah. or mm-hmm. taser to the back of the head any number of things yeah you could use yeah. i don't know guns yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in the title yeah. uh, <laughs> but yeah. eric estrada finds out about this and he's not happy as much so, as Eric Estrada can be unhappy. Yeah, what he does, 
He sends ninjas to kill Shane, <laughs> Brown, and Donna. Well, no, they didn't know Donna was there. Okay. That was that was the but rub. Shane yeah. and Brown. Yes. He, they send ninjas to kill them. Yeah, because they're all like, I got to go work out. Well, they're working out. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, they're working out. Like, Donna does two reps, and she's like, oh, I almost tore my leather. I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> got a gun And she doesn't even take up. a shower. No. She just goes downstairs to oil her leather. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. She's got that Rawlings, you know, yeah. Yeah. Ba- baseball yeah, mitt. Yeah. Oil. <laughs> yeah. She's got to oil up her mitt. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's got to keep her mitt oiled. Uh, <laughs> if you get a wet, it'll just crack. Yeah, know? I know. And yeah. It's whack if yeah. that happens. <laughs> God, God, we're terrible people. We oh, are. that poor, not 33-year-old woman. Donna, uh, I love you. Please uh, marry me. Yeah. You're already married, Chuck. I know. I'm just trying to prevent our murder. Uh, <laughs> At least you know he won't have to share his wallet. (laughs) 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 Uh, Anyway, yes. So ninjas bust in out of nowhere to take on uh, ostensibly Shane and and Brown. Yeah. Ninja. And yeah, they get the drop on Shane and kind of beat the shit out of him because as we figured out in pretty much all these movies, the Abilene's are kind of worthless. Like they're totally worthless. They're the ones that just like luck into something. They're like Indiana Jones in the fourth movie where it's just like, I have no skills. I'm just going to, oh, look, magic. Mm -hmm. I won and and everyone's happy. (laughs) Well, I I did like that she acknowledged it when he, when they all like show what guns they have and he pulls a gun out and she's like, are you sure you're going to be able to use that thing? He's like, no, we're good. Well, that's that's the running joke. Every even from yeah. the first one is like, biggest gun can't shoot anything. So, <laughs> but yes, ninjas get the jump on him. They lock the door behind Brown, who was somewhere in some other room. This little tiny wooden door. He literally punches yeah, through the door, punches his way out, and fights these guys. And then they kind of get the drop on him. Well, one guy's hiding off to the side. Well, he he gets he takes one yeah, guy takes out, one guy out, and the other one's like. Hi-yah. Well, no, <laughs> the guy is hiding by the dumbbells in a room full of mirrors. Yes, and like he's like. Ninja stealth. Yeah. Like, if yeah, I he stand just, still he just by the dumbbells. There, like, mm-hmm. you can't see me. And so Brown doesn't see him. And so <laughs> instead of just like stabbing him in, from behind, he goes, yeah. yeah. And that's when Donna comes out in half dressed and goes, hi, this and shoots him with a gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hooray. Yeah. Flies back into the mirror, which, cra- which doesn't really <laughs> cracks crack. off camera. Which makes a crack sound. Yes. yes. And, Cracking uh, sound. Very important. Yeah. She blows the yeah, barrel. So ninjas and... were no match for. Workout Donna. No. No. Say, hey, you oil that woman up and she's pretty limber. (laughs) She's tough as leather. (laughs) (laughs) Tougher than leather. Oh, we're so sorry, ma'am. No, we're not. (laughs) Yeah. And then cut to Danny Trejo going, we didn't know she was there, man. (laughs) It's it's bad. Whoops. (laughs) And he's like, well, we got to... Eric Strauss is like, we got to up the ante now. Well, I mean, what happens is there's a long-ass scene where they're just hanging out in the club. And, oh god and it's just like they're watching the show and they just keep like each person that comes out it's like hey is that the chick who works for the agency they were trying to kill yeah that's her okay and then she goes and the magician comes mm-hmm. on it's like hey is that the magician who killed our two guys in the lot yeah that's him okay yeah but, the, <laughs> but two things are imparted by this scene uh-huh that there's a switch on the floor for the magic show that's a trap door yeah which goes on forever yeah and that Edie knows Cash, who is Eric Estrada's girlfriend, who is an assassin, right, and apparently a big whore, a former whore, according to Edie, <laughs> and that she wears way too, way too much makeup. These are the things that, and it's sad that these are the things that have to be imparted in a scene. Like these are plot advancing. Yeah, yeah, those are those bits of knowledge, crucial bits of information. Yeah, is that this whore wears too much perfume, and there's a trapdoor on the floor? Sure. 
But it, like this, if this movie were smarter, it's like trying to do the James Bond thing of like, look, everyone in the movie is in the same room, but they can't make a move because they're yeah. in this room with yeah. old people watching magic shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, but man. yeah, they just like one by one, like each side is like, that's them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. them. Oh, that's them over there. And he's like, <laughs> we- I got pictures with my magical bouquet <laughs> flower camera. Is. <laughs> We, we did get approving Danny Trejo, though. Yes. Yeah, that's Either of like, the song or the magic act. I forget like, which, but he I was, think it was the song. He was he like, approved yeah, of the, the song. song. Was pretty mm-hmm. good. Because the magic act uh, was appealed to the old people who were sitting in there. Oh, man, they loved it. Yeah, because he was telling bad jokes and they were just like, oh, oh yeah. Yay. Well, the one they really loved was the there's nothing up here. There's nothing yeah. up here. And points nothing up here. Nothing, ah, ah. The old people like, oh, God. <laughs> well, that's always side. funny. Yeah, broke a hip funny since I first heard it in the cat skills. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh scene goes on forever yeah it does yeah. two trans so, so does our description so yeah. let's yeah after okay. this two transvestite guys kidnap the attorney general mm-hmm. i know this to, one too to piss off donna <laughs> yes <laughs> everything sounds like a setup in this movie mm-hmm. not Stop much more to say about that. this one before yeah they yeah, kidnap no. her yeah they just they take her and eventually this leads to Eric Estrada threatening to rape her, which we're like, no, 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 no. In, in the Breaking Bad Winnebago. Yeah. yeah. And even like when he goes in to start doing it, she's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this comical like, yeah. ew, Eric Estrada, a- no. I object. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what every woman who slept with Eric Estrada after 1988. Yeah. It's just like, oh, pretty God, much what has happened to my life? <laughs> no. <laughs> Eric Estrada is touching me. <laughs> I don't want to see your paunch. <laughs> oh. Oh. No. I'll be in the john. Yeah. <sighs> Cash in your chips. Yes. The other and, then, and this is where they get to the part with the boat where we find out that, you know, Nicole and Bruce have just been fucking around. Yep. And they uh, hop Bruce. on a bike and leave. Yeah. And uh, Magic Guy is fishing and he keeps having his wife send him out boat, you know, little beers on a little remote control boat because it's a Sedaris movie. Yeah. And you have Why to is have he a remote fishing? control device. They gotta eat. They're gonna have a fish fry. Fish fry. Why is he even in a boat? He's like literally. (laughs) He could just fish off the side off the big boat. Yeah, I was gonna say he's in a little boat getting beers from the larger boat. Right. He's. His wife is on a large boat, Mm -hmm. sending him in a small boat beers in an even smaller boat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Boatception. Yo, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Boat. Yeah. But eventually they leave. The the henchwoman Cash comes in. Sneaks up in the most gaudy biker stripper jangly her belt had metal feathers hanging from it <laughs> yeah that were clanging against the rest of the belt yeah and just a sparkly bra i mean like She's any wearing, light like, hitting that is just gonna disco ball affect everything it's not quite a bikini bottom but it's something that's denim yeah it's like they're denim like, shorts that are just yeah cut they're that, like, like like jean shorts yeah. that are cut like you bikini know, bottom yeah. style bikini but with uh you know with frillies this, yeah, with yeah flare. gold frill feathery yeah. crap it's bizarre it's really weird and loud and gaudy and mm-hmm. shiny yeah, and she so sneaks she, up on everybody yeah well she mm-hmm. silence pistols the wife who's been sending out the beer splatters her brains across the apple too yeah. and then um sends out the beer he's like honey i need another beer so she sends out the boat yeah, yeah she's like i got a delivery for you <laughs> yeah sends out the boat with the bud light in it he picks up the bud light and pulls up the grenade pin at the same time yeah the the pin on the grenade was threaded through the, yeah. the mm-hmm. pull tab on the mm-hmm. And he looks at it quizzically for a second before realizing what it is and giving the, oh, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. about to get blown up face. And, and another and then big explosion blows finally. up. Yeah. yeah. At least oh, this was huge. a satisfying explosion. This dude was filled with hydrogen. I mean, that yeah. thing just goes <laughs> That up. little dinghy was. Yeah. And she even had a line. She was like, this one's for you. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. 
beer commercial joke. Less silly. <laughs> yeah. But then cut to, great, cut to like everyone else like trying to pick up pieces of the boat where the dude was. And yeah, just they're just like, like <laughs> he's over here. Sifting through it. It's like, what are you going to find? Yeah. You're going to well, find also, they're chunks the- of Max Magician all over the place. <laughs> It's, there's not much a, evidence left. They're carrying up the wife on a gurney that's just covered in blood. Yeah, like, just, like yeah. they didn't wrap her at all. Or well, well, no, well, no, no, no there's a sheet over her. I know, but it is just soaked. Edie comes in first. puts a towel on her. Like a be- it's not even like, it's no. like a beach yeah, towel. Yeah, she just covers her with a beach towel and then picks up the, the bullet casing and just starts smelling. She's like... And that's how we know. And she's like... She goes off like a bloodhound. Well, She's. I love. I love that they <laughs> go can't. Come on, come on, here you go. They Get cannot her. find any fingerprints anywhere. No. Yet you clearly see her throw the card down. Everyone touches those cards. Yeah. All of them. I don't them. think they even bother to look for fingerprints. Did they say anything? They're they just said like, something well, about a lab well, at some point. Yeah. They're yeah. <laughs> trying to get that, that, that damn was the label meth lab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it must have been because yeah. I don't know. He, one of the dudes said, like, yeah, the, the evidence is at the lab. I'm like, what lab? Yeah, You've been hanging out of the fucking boat all day. It's Dr. Dre's lab. Yeah. But this gives Edie the all the knowledge she needs to know that Cash has knowledge has killed her friends. Right. And and meanwhile, everyone is like they're going. Lucas is going over the plan. Yeah. This is and, like this was the last straw. Like they're on the boat meeting up, and Edie's just kind of like they're all like, all right, everybody inside, we're gonna talk about how we're gonna do this. And Edie's just like, I know who it is. I'm all, I'm out of here. And she just kind of like, well, yeah. Anything. Well, they she find just, out that her mother has been kidnapped. Right. You know, yeah. they, they finally they you know oh my god the yeah it's time to her move. bodyguard's dead and. They yeah. found it, you know, and that's like, oh, now we need to do something. And they've also figured <laughs> yes, out now. like the whole gun running thing, which kind of magically whatever. If <laughs> yes, magically whatever. There were computers involved. It's one of those oh, things. They fi- well, yeah, they figured out that there was running to South America and blah blah. Yeah, blah, and that they needed way. them off of out of Hawaii so that it was refuel, easier to yeah. get the the guns to go through right. refueling and sure all that, and they don't have to declare it through customs and blah blah blah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's like one of those things that like pissing them off didn't help their plan any you know one of those types of plans where it's like when you do that third or fourth pass through the script you go yeah this kind of doesn't make any sense does it yeah they should have just sent them a trip to somewhere i don't know who where someone in hawaii would want to go just comp them a whale suite yeah you know at the rio (laughs) sure be like hey Mm -hmm. high roller enjoy yeah how did you how did we win this oh all those diamonds you took in hard hard yeah really you kept them you have all the money (laughs) also how many islands are there in hawaii why why did they have to go to molokai like where they were because that's where they are movie right sorry but anyway yeah this is the last straw yeah Mm -hmm. and then they're like hey where's Edie?" you know as they all suit up with different guns yeah which from the magical murder trunk yes yeah from the magical murder trunk but Edie suddenly cut to Edie at at the uh this the palatial suite of Eric Estrada. Oh, so ugly. And so what's her gaudy. face is, has just been bathing. Cash has been bathing and, and comes out and Edie's just like, I could smell your nasty scent <laughs> from here. Yeah. yeah. Blam. And, but it's a hall of mirrors. So oh yeah, that's right. Ugh. This chick shoots every mirror in the place. It, despite okay. Edie For, standing in the doorway. Hold, hold on. It is not a hall of mirrors. It is a bathroom with several mirrors on the wall. Yeah, it is. It, it is not what they want us to think it is of this room where suddenly anyone in it is just completely mystified as to where mm-hmm. another person has come from. You would know where the opening to this bathroom is, but yeah. she unloads her gun into every mirror except where Edie is. And then, Edie, yeah. you know, says her whatever she gives the she... quote from basically the end of uh, Living, Living Daylights. Daylights. Yeah. Where he's like, that's a whatever model eight. gun. And you've had your eight. Yeah. yeah. Blam. You're dead. Shoots mm-hmm. her in the gut. And then she just lays there 
Cash, the dead Cash lays there for the rest of the movie, I think. For several other scenes, yes, other yeah. people yeah. come in and just are like, oh, you're still dead. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not too ripe yet. Yeah, because nah. now everybody's showing up outside the hotel and like, almost everybody, I should say. Mm. And they're all like pulling up to the hotel in their various and assorted minivans and Porsches. There's and a Porsche and... A Mercedes. Yeah. But they all like kind of pull like all three in the same kind of area of the parking lot. And they're like, position one is ready. Position yeah. two is ready. Position three is ready. But they're all right there. Yeah. And they're all like, mm-hmm. don't act until I give the word, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But meanwhile, what's her face? And the gay guy have ridden off on her bike to get Nicole, sandwiches Nicole for the flight Bruce. back. No, yeah. they were directed to go back to Hawaii, back to Hawaii to what to intercept the thing. But it doesn't play off that way. It's just kind of like, all right, we're all moving. Let's go. Yeah. And like. They just show up at like some random truck stop somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a shitty ass casino that they go into, yeah. and and but he, with sandwiches. But, but he, he seriously goes in to, to say, get, "Yes, I'm getting some sandwiches for the flight." Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes into the ladies' room, and it just so happens that the two the transvestites, assassins, transvestites, whatever, come in. And, well, they were following them. Yeah, but there's a there's a gunfight. And he comes in after getting the sandwiches and does a sweet slide across the floor. What she shoots one dude, she gets the drop on one dude and just shoots him. The other dude can't manage to get the gun out of his whatever jacket, giant ass jacket. He's they were used to using devices. Yeah, yeah. But guns were just not their thing. Assassin's girdle. He actually does something smart that in the real world someone would do in that situation if they couldn't get their gun out, which is that he runs the fuck off to a stall and just slams the door instead of just standing there like an idiot, like mm-hmm. I can't get my gun out. So, but then they just unload all their bullets into the door and mm-hmm. yeah. kill him. And they're, then he, and then and then he says flush. something so stupid. It's just like, so that's what goes on in the ladies' restroom. And she's like, yeah, pretty Sometimes. much. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Murder. Everywhere. Sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but about this time, like everyone else is outside the Rio now. Yeah. Edie comes running out and runs into the one guy, the killer spa guy, whatever. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. Killers. Lucas. Spa Lucas. Guy. From Death Spa. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's basically like, what did you do? And she's like, I killed Cash. And he's like, oh shit, you've taken this mission from slow boil to a roast. <laughs> like, or something like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like they're like, mm-hmm. green team, go. We're, we're go for all things. He's yeah. going to be pissed. His girlfriend's go dead. Right. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, <laughs> Hug Huggins. Hug Huggins has seen them bring in the mom. Yeah. And she goes, mama bears at the at the rear entrance. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? Green panda, this is toenail fungus. <laughs> mama bear's been slammed through the rear entrance of the dojo. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. Gilligan's on the move. Yeah. yeah. Some code and they're all like, yeah, okay, we'll be right there. It's like, all right, it makes yeah. sense to you, whatever. Yeah, so this means Donna and Shane go in. Yeah, and they go and, up and to they're the not room. waiting for backup. No. Donna's Don't, going no They go up to the room, right? Or does someone yeah, else they, go? They, yeah, they yeah. go around the room, they find the dead chick, and then this is when Eric Estrada radios them. Right. And says, I'm in the Donna, main, I'm in the main stage. your presence is requested downstairs. <laughs> On the main stage. <laughs> She's like, I'll be down there, you bastard. Yeah. Donna, it's a trap. Oh, yeah. She gives a horrible line reading of, Donna, no, don't come down here. And Eric's like, shut up. <laughs> Stop. Don't do Be that. Be quiet. So, yeah. So, Shane starts stalking Danny Trejo through the backstage of the, of the mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. And they both exchange some shots and are terrible at it. And uh, as he always is, as that character yeah, is. Yeah, he ends up, like, shooting the light out by accident. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> eventually Danny Trejo thinks he's got the drop on him. Because he does this dumb thing. Like, apparently part of the stage is ice. And like he goes yeah, running across and yeah. like drops well, his gun and spins out. Like no, no, there's literally like a sign. That yeah, says ice. yeah, but yeah. he tripped on the step, not the ice. I yeah, know, but he's, yeah, he's, but he slid across the his ice. Gun but he tripped right. before he got he there. He shot. He deserved to die yeah. for what he did. <laughs> right. He shot part of the light and part of the lighting rig, 
And then, like, his gun slides out of his way. So Danny Trejo's like, ha ha, I got mm-hmm. the drop on you. And about that time, like, a sandbag falls right next to him. And he's just like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, then the rest of the lightning rig goes, <laughs> yeah, right down on top of be Danny Trejo. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Crushes. crushes a Danny Trejo dummy pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he kills Danny Trejo's character, Tong, for... Completely of, by accident. Yeah, out of his mm-hmm. own stupidity. Mm-hmm. Good job, Shane Abilene. Yeah. Meanwhile, Donna has made it to the stage where Eric Estrada comes out, and he's got the mo- the mom got the gun to her head. Yeah. And now the- she's wielding the quad missile launcher. Yes. Not a not a normal gun. Has no normal gun on her that we know of. No, no, no. She no. just all she, she needs is the missile launcher. launcher. She right. knows it works. Yeah. She was not prepared for close quarters combat. No. She didn't care. She's gonna blow some motherfuckers up. Yeah. Sure. Or one motherfucker up. Well, literally, because Eric Schroeder raped her mother. <laughs> well, he, yeah. did he? he did he fondled not, her? Possibly. He, sexually assaulted. He creeped her mm-hmm. out. Right. Yeah. Long, long story short, they're like standing there in this like little kind of standoff thing, and she's like, Mom, get down, and hits the button, and Mom goes falling through the stage door. Lands on the comfy couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's like, let's go ahead and fire all four rockets out of this quad... <laughs> rocket launcher thing at Eric yeah. Estrada where he's like I've got 10 your feet away. four mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah he's like 10 feet away and so yeah screen filling explosion which is kind of confusing because like mom should probably be dead based on her proximity the hotel should be on fire yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway the, the Rio is no more mm-hmm. I mean they, they talk a little bit and he taunts her about oh your dad blah 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 I learned to shoot from my dad blah, blah. anyway mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. Eric Estrada is blowing the fuck up mm-hmm. it's yeah <laughs> end of movie essentially he gets mm-hmm. Chuck Norris yeah yeah. Or is it the end of the movie? Because they have to do one last thing. Like everybody's kind of like, yay. But there is one final shot <laughs> that, that garnered a lot of goodwill. Uh, oh, you mean us. when the movie starts? <laughs> <laughs> There's one final shot where now all of a sudden Nicole and Donna are running full. Oh, I, I, in the same bathing suit they were in the first Let me back up one second. Nicole and, and Bruce do end up doing something because they stopped the guys bringing the guns in. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Whatever. There's right. this little scene there where it's like, hey, yeah, okay, we did the stop airport, the airport, and they got yeah. the army, whatever. Yeah. We did stop the Chinese guns coming in. Sure. But whatever. now she's she's already in Hawaii. Now uh, now uh, Donna's gotten back. Mm-hmm. So they have this little scene where they run full speed at each other, like at sunset on the beach, run up and high five each other, and swear to God, literal freeze frame. They high five each other they and lock then bring hands. it down into yeah. like a like a fuck yeah, yeah like a fuck yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. sort of yeah. fist thing and freeze frame and then yeah they fist credits. each other and, and then then, then, <laughs> then yes. the typical Andy Sedaris like show you clips from the movie thing some random movie. ass clips just it basically hit bits everyone of film on the editing floor it hit most everyone that was in the movie got I know thing. but yeah. it's just the clips are always so random yeah but it, but yeah but I you know. It garnered a lot of goodwill with ending the movie that way. It got almost a standing ovation there at the end. We were all just like, yeah, fuck yeah, start this movie. That's how you end. That's how you end a movie. So, all that being said, yeah. I think it's time to rate it. All right. I don't think Edie's soundtrack is going to get a star growth, so let's just skip mm-hmm. that. Nope. nope. <laughs> Her boobs get a star growth, yeah. though. Like it's yeah. a boob grove. Star boob. <laughs> <laughs> they get a star craven. <laughs> Fair enough. There it is. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull Chuck's average and say that this is a two jocks movie. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you there said There is average. a lot of slow. Mm. And I mean, I almost want to rate it higher because there are some really great things in this movie, but there is a lot of shots of transport and boring. <laughs> and the plot might be the most nonsensical in a Sedaris movie yet. Just, I mean, I know that's saying a lot, but I mean, it's just like, 
not nonsensical in like well, in, the, in the terms of fantastical. I mean, it's one of those movies where the villain goes out of their way to make their job harder. Sure. Yeah, I, I would say nonsensical in, in, the ter- in the term of like, why why are these people? Why is everybody here and nobody doing anything? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Like that's yeah. what's nonsensical about it. I mean, yes, the cancer snake is is more weird and fantastical. Of a plot. We started rooting for the cancer snake to pop Show out up, at random yeah. intervals at the end, just like for no reason, just cancer snake. Yay. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I don't know. I think two jocks is about the best I can give. And that's, I, I don't know. I almost want to go higher, but then I think about like all the downtime in this movie. Yep. There are some strong highlights though in this movie. Yeah. I, I agree with two jocks. That's what I was thinking since, since the credits rolled and that high five, cause it was at a solid one jocks. Up until that point, but yeah, that that last shot of the movie gained it a jocks. So yeah, it we, it went to two jocks. But there's so many better Sedaris movies, and so many. Well, where, I don't know about where, so many better ones. <laughs> at yes. least at least two. Yeah, three. You didn't even see the first one. The first one's actually fun in a completely yeah. different kind of way. Thanks a lot. <laughs> what you watched it without us? We we skipped it. I yeah. know. I know. I know. I know. I'm joking. I have those paper sleeves wet, ready to go. Of course, I was going to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. But so no, hmm. it's two for both of you. Yeah. It's there's a lot of dull, dull in this, but there's still some good. I am actually going to give it three whoa, jocks. Whoa. That last scene was just perfect. <laughs> you couldn't ask. The only thing, the only way it could have been better is had they been topless, but they were close enough. They were about to fall out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if the first 20 minutes was guns and boobs and explosions instead of transport the movie, (laughs) this could be a contender for a five jocks movie easily. If it actually if it had all been (laughs) like the second and third thirds Mm -hmm. could have been a contender. So if it was just an hour long. And it started at the beginning of the second act. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I understand. Uh, I, I'm just I'm gonna give it one jocks, one. Just one. You're lowering your rating. Yeah, I know. My average will go down with this. Chuck one. bringing us down. I give it a jocks for that last scene, which I think is amazing. Uh, the rest of the movie gets a bag, and then the reaction shot of the pilot getting blown the fuck up in the plane gets a jocks. So that brings it back up to one. So there's just. First of all, making you were this, laughing so much. I was though. laughing at the badness and the boringness of it. That's what was making me laugh. Just, just jokes I was making in my head. Just that dude who kept popping in. It was just like, hey, Brown's here. Why? I don't know. <laughs> um, at, at the very least, you were hoping that as this guy went downhill making movies, you know, if he didn't have the budget for explosions and for car chases or boat chases or anything like that, he could at least up the boob quotient. You've got people in your movie who have been topless that before. That is this movie's biggest crime. All the time. And to make people wait for 30 minutes and not only wait 30 minutes, but to tease it and then not do it like twice. And then not bother with it past that like 10 minute portion in the middle of the movie. Yeah. It's like. It's weird. It's like, what are you doing? It's like a weird choice on his part. Yeah. It's like, I think he was fucking like, with people. Seriously. I, you know, he's trolling us yeah. <laughs> in the 90s. Either that yeah. or the actresses were like, I don't want to do it again. I want to do a serious um, action Yeah. Film. You know, like, like that could have happened. I don't know. But it's like there's. Some people need to know who they are and what they're capable of. And 
Yeah. You would think everyone involved in an Andy Sedaris movie would understand who they are and what they're capable of. I mean, of did they class they it up there. because Eric Estrada was on set and they didn't want to, like, slut it up around him or something? I don't uh, know. Oh, they gave him a love scene. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a, something. He touched a girl's hair and sure. she sort of, like, moaned. Eh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, we had some fun with it, but geez, there's like an hour 15 of this movie that could just go away. Just go away. It's useless. Yeah. So. Yeah, because really, once. Once you take out the boobs, it's pretty much an episode of Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. Is what all these movies really are, aside from like, you know, and it doesn't have that special touch like a cancer snake running around, you know? <laughs> that is a well, like, like there's touch. nothing to set this apart from everything else. Right. So. Right. It's kind of a bummer. Yes. But it's still not. Not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. I've seen worse. It, it was entertaining. I will forget everything except the last scene. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. So. Okay. It's a break time. Oh, absolutely. All right, welcome back. Hey, Hey, second half. More having to be done now. To be followed by the third half. Nope. Nope. No no third half tonight. Nope. Aw. Nope. So, movies. Yes. Who's seen some? I have. So have I. Right. Who's seen the newest movie? Not me. Uh, 2008. 2001. Nine. But both of my... Or we can go oldest first. This is like the Uh, dumbest game of war. (laughs) Let's get this out of the way first. None of us have seen G.I. Joe yet. Right. Not yet. No. As of this recording. Right. Yes. That is sad, but it hasn't happened it's yet. It's just sad, but true. But apparently yeah. a lot of people did, and they're making a third one, so hoorah. Hooray. Yeah. Apparently and everyone hoorah. loves it. A lot of people, people I said don't. seem to have liked it. Yeah. Like, I've noticed, like, I have not seen anyone who's like, yeah, it was more bullshit. Like, everyone's like, yeah, this is... I've seen some bullshit. Best. Well, the majority of them I've seen have been, it's not the best movie, but it's sure as hell better than the last one. Okay. I'm in so. for that. Considering I'm one of the few people like the last one, I'm in. Yeah. All right. We may do this tomorrow. We're still working out plans. The we'll Rock see. Yeah, we don't know. In it. Yes. <laughs> of course, uh, The Rock's in it. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. Anyway. Chuck, talk about the, your random movie so I can have my segue. Okay, sure. Uh, I, for like the, what must have been the 150th time, because I knew every line of dialogue, I watched The Rocketeer again on Blu-ray. Oh. On, I'm your, sorry. Your wait. first viewing on Blue? Yeah. It's not on Blu-ray. It's Disney Blu-ray. Disney oh. enhanced Blu-ray. That oh. is the official Deborah. branded. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. It just means Disney. Put out a Blu-ray. Disney nope. put out a Blu-ray. Yeah. No. Uh, that movie is good. Yeah. That means that they'll movie... put it back in the vault in six months. No, not this one. Oh. Okay. Um, you know that's that's a great movie. I still think it's that dude's best movie, even though I like Captain America. Um, yeah, it's just it's perfectly cast. Everyone's great in it. It's got Jennifer Connelly in it. And she looks goddamn amazing throughout the whole movie. And she's actually a character. I mean, she's got stuff to do in it. She's not mm-hmm. just hapless female victim. No, no. Yeah. So, but as you said, it, it's it's kind of a blessing that they put her in that white dress as yeah. early as they did, and they keep her in that because yeah, that's a great bit of costuming. That is a very nice dress. It is classy uh-huh. and awesome all at the same time. Yeah, that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I don't want to imply that the best bits of the Rocketeer are Jennifer Connelly, but. I wouldn't argue against it either. <laughs> Fair okay. enough. Yeah. So, so speaking of boobs. Yes. <laughs> boobs. boobs. You'll see where my, my segue goes in a minute. Um, I'm watching. 
<laughs> so I, I I turn on my my Microsoft Xbox 360 randomly, which I haven't been doing a lot of lately, mm-hmm. and their new dashboard, or as I like to call it, the ad board, popped mm-hmm. up something and it said, hey, uh, free movie of the month, click here. And it didn't really even say what it was. I was like, I didn't Boob. know. They, they do free movies. Is I, it boobs I, the movie? No. <laughs> but it was... Um, is it a boobie? Yes. It is... Um, I've never watched a single movie on the Xbox Live video service, Zoom movies, whatever it's been called throughout all these years. And I thought, free? I'll at least see what it is. Yeah. And uh, the movie I'm talking about is uh, that was free was Solomon Kane in 2009. Ah. If you're going, uh, uh-huh. Solomon Kane yeah. is a character created by Robert E. Howard that is not Conan or Cole or Red Sonia. All okay. right. Um, it is another character that he made. Um, basically, the easiest way to describe him in a, in a nutshell is he's kind of like this weird puritanical crime fighter, or he just basically goes around and like murders Cross. murders oh. evil. Yeah, it's like he but okay. like wears like this pilgrim hat and it's kind of a cool looking character. Okay. Know, but goes back, you know, Robert E. Howard times. So, Vaguely so remember this. So movie. somewhere along the way, I guess they, they decided to finally try to make a movie out of this character. Mm-hmm. And Xbox was like, Hey, you should watch this movie for free. And so I started watching it and it was like, Hey, wow, they're actually giving you H D for free. Watched it a little bit and I was like, This isn't half bad. Mm-hmm. Um and I kind of actually sort of got into it by the time it was all said and done. Yeah. Um you know, if you liked the new, I would put it on on the par with like the new Conan movie. Like, if you think that's okay, or I mean, if you thought that was garbage or whatever, maybe you won't like this because mm-hmm. yeah, they rely on some CG. When you know, if that's your if that's a problem, then that's going to be a problem here. But the the character of Solomon Kane's kind of cool. It's it's pretty well cast. It's got um, Max von Sydow in it and Pete Postlewaite in one of his last movies. Oh. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I I kind of enjoyed the movie. I mean, I wouldn't put forth a lot of effort. I mean, I don't know if it's still free. I don't know if it's like beginning of the month it's over. But if you have Xbox, you might want to check and make sure it's not there. Yeah, I had no idea that, that was a thing. That they I, do. I didn't either. Like I said, if it hadn't popped up on the ad tiles, I was like, hey, free movie. I will try this. But hey, let me ask you a question. Oh, okay. You said speaking of boobs. I did. <laughs> so I'm going to get to the boobs right now. Okay. All right. That's what so, I want to hear about. Welcome to Boob Talk. <laughs> the, the basic plot of this movie is, uh-huh. is a lot like the new Conan where um, Solomon Kane kind of gets the shit knocked out of him. He gets picked up by Pete Postlewaite and family. His wife is actually played by Alice Krieg, the Borg queen. Oh, um, nice. But his daughter is played by Rachel Hurd Wood. Mm. Yes, Hurd Wood. I know. Make the jokes. But um, she's got a hyphenated name. But um, and, and anyway, like so like it becomes like, you know, essentially family gets murdered and she's the only one that lives and he goes off like <sighs> trying to save her she's pretty and she is very pretty <laughs> and so like um i was like oh i i don't really know who you are but you're very pretty and you're british and you have very large breasts <laughs> and so i was like i who who are you pleased and, and to why, meet you i'm why harlow have, why have i never seen who you are before in my life is this our most sexist episode possibly <laughs> let's take a poll I'm, I'm being honest here. I was okay. like, I don't know who you are, and you're, you're you're you seem fairly talented. You're very beautiful, and you have large breasts. And they got you in like you know medievally you know push up costumes. So who are you? And I was like, I was looking through her filmography, and I was like, what is this movie? Perfume, the story of a murderer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a uh, Tom Tom Tyquer. Tyquer is that how we're saying? His yeah. Name? Yep. The Run Little Run. Yes, the Run Little Run. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Guy. that guy. And I was like, I I think I'll watch this movie because I've never seen it, and I've liked um why well, I haven't seen um whatever the crazy cloud atlas 
yeah, yeah, craziness that he got involved with. <laughs> but um, I was like, I will give this movie a try. It's a long ass movie, but it's it's mostly really really good. Um, I don't even know how I'd begin to describe the plot. It, it's based on a, on a, a fairly classic novel. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things like nobody ever thought anyone was going to try to adapt kind of thing. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's a very weird plot to try to describe. The guy, the, this, the, the character in it is born with like the best sense of smell in like human history. Yeah. Okay. And he, it's, he's born in like shitty, uh, almost medieval, medieval times, Paris, which like Paris back then medieval was like, one of the worst, like nastiest cities ever. Cause it was one of the mm-hmm. biggest. So it just, you know, it stunk to high heavens. And so like this guy was born in that with this crazy sense of smell mm-hmm. and he goes on this quest. Like he's kept in this weird life away from everything his whole life. And then like he, the first time he's out and about in life, he smells this girl. And like he follows her around because like I mean like, like like he can like literally smell people from like hundred yards away or whatever. So he smells okay. this girl and follows her around and like doesn't mean to, but he like gets her in a corner and like puts his hand over her mouth to make her be quiet because she's screaming mm-hmm. and ends up like strangling and killing her because he kind of doesn't know any better. He lives in this weird world that doesn't understand that you can kill somebody like that. Right. And so he becomes obsessed with like recreating her scent because it's like the most you know beautiful smell he's ever smelled. Anyway, like this guy's weird. It it becomes very weird because it becomes all about like he gets into like the craft of making perfume and it's got a strange cast. It's got Dustin Hoffman in it playing this like master Italian Italian perfume Mm. maker. It's got Alan Rickman in it a little bit later in the movie. It's kind of got this strange cast in it. And the um, one of the one of the girls that he ends up like catching the scent of and wanting to use the scent is the same girl that uh, Rachel heard would. And that's she plays Alan Rickman's daughter. So it's kind of like this two part movie where he lives a shitty life, you know, gets out and like discovers life for the first time and then like moves away and starts this mass murdering thing where he's trying to capture human scent and make it into this perfect scent. Hmm. I won't even try to describe the ending. If you've seen the movie, you'll understand that it's just a weird ass crazy ending. I'm sure it's straight out of the book, but mm-hmm. is it presented in smell of vision? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It should have been. Should have been. Can you find the actual scent on Google Nose? Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but this one is available for free on uh, uh, Prime Videos, Amazon Prime Videos, mm. if you have that. Oh. So I'm sure it's available other places, not for free. But it's it's an interesting movie. Um, I mean, like a lot of his stuff, if, if anything, it's shot beautifully. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom, Tom Tyquer knows how to frame shots and do really interesting stuff. Mm. Um, but it's a strange, weird movie that's kind of long like two two hours and 20 minutes or so oh yeah that's but, a problem i don't know i kind of like movie it. i watched had the same problem yeah what movie is that uh i watched a knight's tale oh because yeah it came up <laughs> because i don't have cable anymore and uh-huh. it came up on uh one of our local stations oh yeah it's like their sunday afternoon movie give that movie away <laughs> yeah rest in peace Heath that movie's your, so much finest work that movie's so much better than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Like it's great because it's it's a sports underdog story set in like the 1400s or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's so well cast. With, mm-hmm. with, like, like it's one of those movies where you look and you're like, wait, that's Paul Bettany. Yeah. I forgot Paul Bettany was Alan Tudyk's in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot Alan Tudyk's in this. I'm surprised you didn't hate it just on your Queen principle. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. There's not actually Queen in it. So yeah, it's okay. but it is a there's, queen there's song. A, there's opera. a queen in it. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that song so many freaking times. I'm immune to it at this. You're point. numb to it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, but no, I mean, and 
you know, I remember initially being like, why the fuck are they using all 70s rock songs? But for some reason because it works. Awesome. Yeah. For some reason it all works. And I'm still shocked that like on this viewing, I was like, holy crap. Why did I disregard this movie so much before? Because it's just, it's one of those movies that's not breaking any new ground, but everything it does, it does it about as well as it possibly can do it. Hmm. And, and it's fun. And, and that's just one of those things that proves that the power of a good cast can really elevate any material that you throw at it. Well, and that is a movie that has a terrific cast. Yeah. But that movie just goes for it. It, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't it owns stick everything. around with its format. It's oh, just like, yeah. and this it's is like, the world and they know these songs and deal with it. Because yeah, I remember and, like when it started, I was like, eh, this is hurting my head. And then like 30 seconds into it, I was like, this is all right. See, I look at it. I, I got to be honest. I look at it the same way. I look at Moulin Rouge. No. It's like, you know, no, you just, you, you jump into that world and you, you accept that this thing happens. Well, I mean, granted, yeah. one's not. A, I mean, well, one's a straight up musical. And I like that like, they don't yeah. waste any time either. They're like before the credits even start. He's like he's in the armor. and He's mm-hmm. like, I got to pretend to be a knight now. Yeah. You know, it's like, OK, good. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. But and it's, you know, it's got like Rufus Sewell playing the seedy bad guy that he plays in every single <laughs> thing he's ever freaking been in because <laughs> he just looks like that seedy bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun movie. Yeah. The movie's awesome. Yeah. And it's one of the one of the most worthless DVDs on the market. <laughs> Why is that? It's I don't know. I think they've just printed so many copies of that thing. Oh, really? And it came out in so many versions. It was like there was a movie and then there was a special edition and then there was like mm-hmm. super bit and then there was I just but yeah, then, then there like, was a cash in on Heath Ledger dying yeah, version. Yeah. yeah. And but, like but the issue with that movie edition. is it's like two hours and fifteen minutes. It's long. It is long. I don't and it's remember like it feeling long. Yeah, but it is. All right. Trust me. <laughs> like it's one of those that's like, all right, you guys you can wrap it up at any time now. Mm-hmm. Like you're good, but you're kinda overstaying your welcome a bit. So but still, it's a good movie. Yeah. You should watch it. So, BJ, speaking of watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. Sweet hey, man. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, I'll be winners. Yeah. Um, in the continuing adventures of erasing my Netflix DVD oh, queue. Oh, that's da-da-da! back. Hooray! Yay! Um, I received Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist in the hey, mail that's the other day. Movie. What? That's a good movie. Or, or does is BJ it? think so? <laughs> It goes on too long. Oh, dear. Um, it is only 90 minutes, but it seems to drag. However, <laughs> having said that. However. It is amusing and cute in that it's the sort of, that sort of weird indie music fueled kind of rom-com-ish teenager drama comedy sort of thing. Um, you know, it's, it's. Is Michael Sarah and and Cat Dennings? I had no idea that Cat Dennings was in the movie until bang, there's Cat Dennings. Um, That's usually how she does it. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> oh, it's all of a sudden, bang! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God, Cat Dennings. <laughs> there's a reason to continue watching this movie. And, hey, you could um, use that segue too. <laughs> the boobs segue. Yeah, yeah, I could have. Yeah. I was, I was yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, sure. I it just didn't make it there mm. in time. Um, I did feel a little weird. I don't know how old Kat Dennings is now, but I don't know how old she was then, but I felt like I may be slightly creepy, kind of... I got to check this before. You got to get over that. It's it's, 86, so she was... was, Yeah, she was legal. Um, (laughs) She's 86? (laughs) Wow, she looks really good for her age. No, 1986 is when she was born. So the movie came out in 2008, so she would have been at least 20 when they were filming it. Um, You're all right, dude. Well, it's like it's like a high school thing, and every 
no one in a high school movie is actually in high school. Yeah, the people in 90210 were like from their 40s. Yeah, I know, but they're Luke 60s Perry's now. like 120 yeah. now. I just got to really check because I don't want to be... You're fine. I don't want to be creepy. You're fine. But, um, Have you seen the internet? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're but fine. But I tend to stay away. Yeah, but I... I'm just yeah, that's my own mental check. Make sure okay, fair enough. Because I don't want to be a pervert. Well, I'm yeah, more do. perv- yeah. I don't want to be that kind of pervert. <laughs> you don't want to be caught. But <laughs> so yeah, Cat Dennings is pretty fucking hot in this movie. Yeah. Um, oh, she's on a terrible, terrible show on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. is. Um, she's got some lips. <laughs> like <laughs> that's one thing that I like. All right, we all know that Cat Dennings has huge breasts. Confirm this is the episode. <laughs> We've lost every female <laughs> listener right. ever. But she He's has like lips. she has a lovely set of lips. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But back to the movie. We apologize. Um, mostly, I'm just it, she's things I noticed. Lady, yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> hey, pretty lady. Hi. Hi. But um, I don't know. It's it's weird. There's a lot of kind of odd things that happen. Like it almost feels like. You can only really appreciate this movie if you live in a place that is favorably comparable to New York, because this shit wouldn't happen anywhere else in the U.S. but New York. Sure, it's got regional color to it. it yeah. it's, it's hard to like, it would imagine only... a secret concert here, because we're so spaced out from everything. It's like, right. the next clue is two hours away. We'll never make it to the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you could, you could, none of this would ever happen right. in any city but New York, and yeah. it's kind of... It, it makes it a little bit difficult to relate. And plus, like, they're high school kids, and they're out until four in the morning, and all these kids... Yeah, but like, the best high school their... movies are when the high schoolers are basically adults. Yeah, I, I Because guess real so. high school kids are dicks. Unlikable dicks. You don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... <laughs> they're yeah. immature idiots. That is true. <laughs> and we've lost all our high school listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Don't care. Get, um, get out. Yep. <laughs> they're immature idiots. <laughs> What? Really? They're Dennings got lips. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the ones that get to do cool stuff are immature idiots. Okay, right. fine. There you go. The there ones that go. are actually cool are stuck at home. Mm. Right. There you go. Okay. But um, I liked it. I I would give it a 6.7. Um, <laughs> hey, look, that's also the rating on IMDb. Um, no, I don't know. I, I liked it enough to give it something more than a 6.7, but I am tired of trying to quantify things right now. Uh, so I'll just say that I liked it, but uh, it's not really a movie I think I ever need to see again. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of how I felt about oh, it. Oh, and Cat Dennings orgasms in it. So that's even more misogyny for this podcast. Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> random. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Is there a Tumblr? Just like the internet. <laughs> Tumblr. Cat Dennings has an orgasm.tumblr.com. I'm just going to go to sleep over here. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, that's what she does afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> No, then they go to a rock show. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Then, then then it really picks up. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's the end of the movie. I know. Um, oh. And then completely unrelated uh-huh. is the other movie that I watched, which was 1977, Slapshot, starring Paul Newman. <laughs> How old was he in that and that? It's seven. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> was seven. Yeah. Um, Slapshot's a good it, movie. Yeah. It is pretty good. It, it was kind of hard to follow for a while. Like... Because it's hockey. F- well, no, I'm familiar <laughs> enough with hockey oh, to be right. able to, you know, follow hockey. But like, I had a hard time figuring out like what the fuck Paul Man- Paul Newman was doing. Like, does he actually know something? Is he just fucking around? What is going on? And every curse word that has ever been invented was used in this movie. Yeah, which was kind of delightful. Um, and also, Paul Newman tries to sleep with everything with boobs in this movie. 
it seems. Paul Newman is allowed. Trend completed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I like, though, that even in the 70s, everyone was treating Paul Newman like the old man. Uh, yeah. He would still have another 25 years of old man <laughs> roles. Right. <laughs> but, like, the 70s was like, you old Paul Newman, get out of here. Yeah, you're like 30. Yeah. You're an old man. God, you're grizzled. Yeah. You're like Donna. <laughs> <laughs> an old leather shoe. Well, he was, what, 52? I, I, yeah. some Welcome to the age cast. <laughs> well, yeah, but he, you mean, tell he was, us some celebrity. They were making old man jokes about him in Butch Cassidy and Sundance. Yeah, Kid I know. It's like he was, it's like so. he was just, young yeah. in. He's just got you know, that grizzled kind of. Yeah, he was young in like Cool Hand Luke, and then after that, it was just like old man. He's just ornery, but sure. <laughs> and then the the Hanson brothers um, mm-hmm. are hilarious, much better than the modern day Hanson brothers. They return in the sequel too. Do they? Them and Busey. I have to watch the sequel. It's on, you, it's you on meant, Netflix. You said that Busey was in it, and yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah. man. Slapshot 2, starring Busey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch that movie. <laughs> Great. I would give Slapshot an 8. I think there's a Baldwin in it, too. Out of 12. There is a Baldwin in it. Is there a Baldwin? Stephen Baldwin. Oh, good. The best. Yeah. The best Baldwin. I how old he is in it. <laughs> 27. <laughs> Define best, please. Like Pete Best. Oh, what? Pete Best Baldwin? <laughs> yes. So he's like okay. the left behind Baldwin? Is that what you're... Yeah. There's also a Slapshot 3. <laughs> that had to be in the direct to video. Starring Frank Stallone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah uh, that had yes. to be in that early 2000s yeah. oh, direct to video. 2000, the, thing. Yeah. 2008. Oh. Starring Grayston Holt, Jeff Carlson, Steve Carlson, David Hansen, Linda Boyd, Mark, Mark Messier, actual hockey player Mark Messier. Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Jesus All right. Christ. Adding that to the list, too. But he has that little fart noise <laughs> maker that he had in uh, every movie for the last 10 years. Yep. The Junior So, movie. do we have any other movies before we move on to the voicemail we got? I don't think we do. Mm-hmm. I watched 1943's The Scorpion King 2. Oh, The Rock was 75 in it. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, Actually, it's I a watched, strange time. Speaking of public TV and old movies. Yeah. The Ten Commandments was on on oh, Sunday nice. night. Shocker. Or Saturday night, and I started watching it. How was it? It's a 50s movie. Yeah, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like What I notice about old movies yeah. is that they They're let old. takes go on for a long time because mm. they trust the actors to remember their lines. Yeah. And you notice nowadays that like, Cut that away immediately. doesn't happen. Right. Like they and and they'll do scenes with a ton of people in them with a ton of speaking lines and they will do long takes just because everyone knows their marks and hits them. Mm-hmm. Whereas these days it's like not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I just I love the look of old movies like that, like the color because of the film they use and just how everything looks like it's on a set. But these are some elaborate ass sets. Oh yeah, the sets took up like a continent. Yeah, <laughs> just, they, it was great. They basically took they over just a city. Africa. I was sad though because I I only got to see up through like the Pharaoh and Egypt, Aww. and he's you know the heir to the throne type stuff, and it didn't get to the parting the sea and all that. So. No, yeah, I was bummed. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so voicemails, voicemail, hooray! We we had a blowout last week of all of them. We only got a one for this week. Here we go. Hey, Vance Cat, this is the same guy who left you the voicemail uh, asking if you guys had have, have seen the movie Ticks starring Carlton, and I felt really bad because uh, you got my voicemail last after uh, it seemed like the rest of the world wanted to leave you voicemails and emails, and I felt terrible because you guys were already in the second half for so long. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this um, is not the last voicemail you're listening to again, or else I will, I will feel bad again. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to ask you guys, have you seen Silent Night? 
Deadly Night Part 2. Great, great bad movie in my opinion. Um, unfortunately, the movie is mostly told in flashbacks from the first movie, but the best part of the movie uh, for me is the way that the main character overacts. And there are different ways, um, which I'm sure you guys know, that uh, different actors will overact. This guy does it using his eyebrows. There's a YouTube clip where it uh, compiles a compilation of the guy using his eyebrows to uh, display his emotions and such. Anyways, hope you guys are having a great week, and uh, keep doing what you do. See you later. Identify yourself next time. Identify yourself. Yeah, please. <laughs> so listen, when you identify leave. yourself. <laughs> yes. That needs to be the new... The, Show us the some new, papers. <laughs> the new answering message. Yes. Welcome to now, the I know you've phone. seen Identify Yourself. Deadly Night 2, right, Chuck? Yeah. Yeah, I did. How many times? Uh, <laughs> I, I saw uh, all five, I think. There was a period of time where I saw the first one, and I was like, hey, Silent Night, Deadly Night is the worst movie I've ever seen. And then I saw Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, and I said, hey, that moves down to number two, because Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is the worst movie I've ever seen, because as he said, half of the movie is a flashback to the first movie. Ooh. It's, it's really, really amazingly awful. Hmm. How do they go after that? Three, four, five. If Unrelated. Okay. Three is kind of well, related. Four and five are not related. Okay. Three comes directly after two. Four comes <laughs> right. directly That's after how they three. Go. Three, sure. five sure. comes sure. after one, And then they two, remade it. Five, sir. They remade the first one starring Malcolm McDowell. Oh, oh good. You know, before it's on. But now I have not seen Silent Night, Dead Night. No. But overacting wise, we like, Dah. That's how you punctuate yeah, overacting. We, we, but yeah, we definitely like excessive character ticks that keep showing up. I need to find that clip of him just using his eyebrows through the whole movie. It's pretty good. We need to make a clip of Dagda. Because I bet there is no dad. Yeah, I keep meaning to make a compilation of all the all the (laughs) dads. That needs to happen. Yeah, okay. I'll get on that. Please do. Make a note. Well, how about we do some contact information? All right, well, check us out. Uh, That's it. <laughs> Sweet, cool. Check All right. us out. I'm Chuck. Right. Wait for your turn, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, God damn it. God damn it, Christina. <laughs> so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Bamfcast out.